Well, perhaps you'd lift your Bible. We're going to be reading from Romans chapter 12, and Naomi is going to read for us. So that's Romans and chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. Let's read together. Today's reading is going to be from Romans chapter 12, verses 1 to 21. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be confirmed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let use them if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor, do not be slothful in zeal, be fer- fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep, live in harmony with one another, do not be haughty but associate with the lowly, Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peacefully with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans and chapter 12, verse 1. Have a look at this verse together. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Well, it was a passing comment this past week from someone who'd experienced so many knocks to her business this year. She said this, she said, I don't know what kind of God is looking down on us. Is he just toying with us? But the very opposite is true. God is not toying with us. God has shown us extraordinary mercy. 
And at the start of this new year, I'd love for all of us in Black Rock to set out living in 2021 with the mercies of God in full view. And, and to allow God's mercies towards us to be the actions that define how we live our lives over the course of this year. Now, to those of you who do not believe that God is good, if you don't believe God is gracious and merciful, I'm asking you to consider this life-transforming reality, God's mercy to you too. And, and not just to consider it, perhaps you'll live this year, starting right now, today, with this new, fresh, wonderful response to the mercies of God. Well, here in Romans chapter 12, having reflected on everything God has done for Christians, Paul the Apostle challenges them to live in view of God's mercies. Paul writes, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God. And before he even gets to that command at the end of verse 1, at the very same time, at the very same time as the Bible instructs us how to live, there's a sense in which it says, look, take in this stunning view of God's mercies. Take it in. Here's the basis on which the Bible, through the Apostle Paul, can tell us how to live our lives because of God's mercies, in view of God's mercies. Now, the second we drop our gaze away from what God has done is the very moment we lose sight of God's work and start to focus on, well, ourselves or something else. No, says Paul, by the mercies of God. Allow the whole view of what God has done to, to open up in front of you as you live, as you play, as you work, as you perhaps struggle, as you cope with unexpected things. Just consider for a moment the, the actions that have been done to you this year or even last year, actions done to you over your lifetime, things perhaps done to you that have been defining for good or for bad. Sometimes they're the things in full view as we embark on a new year or even as we get up in the morning. And if those things done to us were hurtful things, they can have a devastating impact on our lives and the things we say and do even today. But now take those actions done to us in the past and I want you to set them against the mercy of God, the mercy God has shown towards you. And as we explore that mercy again today, would you allow it to give a new perspective to your past in this new year, 2021? I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, in view of God's mercy. And of course, we're a church separated by government restrictions on in-person gatherings. This is the umpteenth week of that. And so it's a prescription for us too as a church, take in this whole view of God's mercies. They are, in fact, the very starting point for churches, the restarting point for churches like ours, the whole inspiration for gatherings, whether online or in person, gatherings of people who are recipients of God's grace in Christ. Think about this. Without God's intervention, what kind of future were you looking at? Well, whatever about the shorter term, the future we were facing into was as the Bible describes, a confrontation with God's wrath. 
we were facing God's judgment. Paul sets all of this out in chapters 1 to 3 of this letter to the Christians in Rome. But it's so hard for us to imagine. You see, so much have we pushed away from any concept of sin and corruption and judgment. And so much have we pushed ourselves to the center of our own existence. So much have we made ourselves the judge of everything. But the Bible explains that humankind is so diseased, so willingly rebellious against God, that the future faced by everyone, regardless of what they do, is judgment and condemnation. You can look for yourself if you flick back to Romans chapter 1, verse 18. Paul wrote in Romans 1, he said, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. And then what follows in the next few chapters of Romans is Paul's explanation that whether people are religious or not, all people, every one of us, all, everyone, well, we've suited ourselves. And so the future faced by everyone is condemnation and judgment by a just God. Now, that's a future that's much worse than life that's been curtailed by illness and loss and pandemic uncertainty. The one that Paul describes here, the future, is one of eternal condemnation. But then in God's mercy, he intervened. Romans 3.21. God intervened. God made the atoning sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. Why? To redeem us. To buy us back. To buy us back from condemnation and judgment. And all of this is a gracious gift for all. For anyone who will have faith, who believe in Jesus. Well, this is the sheer mercy of God that Paul wants us to get in, in our view. This is what we call the gospel. This is what we call the good news. And if you're a Christian, it's an amazing view to look at today, at the start of a new year. It's an amazing view that will, that will, obviously this year will bring its own share of losses and pain and uncertainty. But here's a view to look at. If you're not a Christian, please don't look away from it. This is a gift. It's yours too. It's free. And it's available by turning and trusting in Jesus. Please take in this amazing view. Well, well that view is actually of a pretty shameful cross. That's what's in view with Jesus' sacrifice. And yes, that cross in history, it's fairly distant to us by that 2,000 years of intervening time. But the cross is nonetheless still in view and still the definitive expression of God's mercy to you and me. Take it in. Take it in, Paul says. Take it in as you start another chapter of your life in 2021. There will be tough times this year if the present escalating COVID-19 case numbers are anything to go by. But we need to take in this view of God's mercies in Christ. Let's take it in at Blackrock Community Church. Look back on, uh, as we look back on two years of our existence as a church, let's take in that view of the cross where God in Christ redeemed us, gave us a new future, 
a new future for you and me. Taking the view of the cross of Christ, a, a, a cross that we hold out to everyone in our area, in our city, a cross that's even central to us as it is in our logo of Black Rock Community Church. It's the stunning view of God's mercies to us. Now, as well as a new future in Christ, Paul goes on to describe in his letter that there's new life, Romans 5 to Romans 8, and there's a new community of people, Romans 9 to 11. I was thinking about a song um, these last few days, and it's an old song about the cross. It says this, Oh, that old rugged cross so despised by the world has a wondrous attraction for me. For the dear Lamb of God left his glory above to bear it to dark Calvary. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. That's the cross. Yes, it's despised, but it's the full view of God's mercy. It's always struck me how at this time of year, as the, as the minutes of the old year dwindle, and as the countdown starts for the new year, there's really nothing on the TV to watch. There's nothing on any of the channels worth listening to. Nothing but crass humor and tired lines of jaded songs. And this year was no different, perhaps even worse. So at the start of the new year, let's look away from the meaninglessness. Let's look away in, in these opening days of 2021 and take in the view of something profound, something hopeful, something definitive and wonderful and life-defining. God's mercies in Christ at the old rugged cross. Now, if you're not used to listening to messages like this one from the Bible, it's really my prayer that the truth of what's written about God and his mercy will bring you to a deep conviction of your hopeless condition apart from Christ. And in the Bible, we know that it's the Holy Spirit that brings that conviction. And so it's my prayer for you that the cross will rise in full view as your salvation today or perhaps over the course of this year. And so to the command at the end of Romans 12, verse 1. Live out your lives as a living sacrifice. Have a look at the verse again. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, in view of God's mercies, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. With all of this in view, Christians are called to present themselves, to give their bodies as a living sacrifice to God. Now, and you'll notice the order. In view of God's mercies, in view of what God's presentation of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, as we've seen as an intoning sacrifice for us, in view of that, we then present our bodies, our lives, as living sacrifice, His sacrifice our lives as living sacrifices. And we don't present them to, to earn his redemption, but rather in view of it. Not to make him accept us, but in response to his mercies towards us. His sacrifice on the cross, once for all, 
to be received by faith. A sacrifice that showed God's righteousness, his forbearance, his mercy. And so the command now to offer our own selves as living sacrifices in response. And so we must live this out individually. That's the command here in the Bible. Offer ourselves, each one of us, as living sacrifices, but also as a church. And you'll have noticed that as as Naomi read, uh, this chapter opening out into how a church should live together, how a gospel community defined by that sacrifice of Christ should treat one another. You see, this community of people who trust Christ will offer our bodies together as a living sacrifice. And as Paul explains, this is our worship. This is worship. We act corporately, not to earn God's favor or to make ourselves right or to scrub ourselves away, uh, scrub the sin away and, and all that rebellion. No, we offer ourselves, taking in the view of his mercies to us and come and worship by giving all of ourselves in his service. Worship. We're not leveling at God the charge that he's toying with us, but instead recognizing his worth, that he is worthy of our everything. As we start 2021, maybe there are more challenges than usual, more challenges even to us being a church, offering our lives in this kind of sacrifice. It's been really hard, hasn't it, not to stand together to sing of God's mercies, It's been really hard not to stand with you to sing. And for about half the weeks of 2020, and who knows how many weeks in 2021, and yet worship is something Christians must do corporately, together. And as well as individually, we have to gather like this, and we have to worship God together. One of the writers um, commenting on, on these verses in Romans 12 writes this. He says, in corporate worship, we are retuning our hearts and realigning our affections. Isn't that interesting? We're retuning and realigning ourselves. We come together to remind one another of God's worth and to call one another away from false priorities, which means that not singing is not an option. Isn't that so striking? Not singing is not an option. Because what we're doing here is an amazing part of our calling as Christians. Gathering, reminding one another, worshiping. Our live streams and our Zoom Bible studies and our prayer times, well, they've been a great provision from God in this time. And as we're able to do so safely, we will gather again in person and hear those voices of each other singing and urging each other that God is worthy. And so in the meantime, I say sing loudly. Sing loudly and often from your living rooms and your homes. Each time we meet in this way over the course of 2021, let's meet actively, corporately worshiping, even as we stand and sit far apart. And then there are the other challenges that aren't getting easier either this year. You've probably noticed that the world tells you to offer yourself to other things. It tells us to offer ourselves to our jobs, to people, 
The world tells us to fulfill our own dreams and our own destinies. The Bible, however, as we're seeing here again, calls us to offer ourselves in living sacrifice to God. And he is worthy of that worship. The world spews its ridicule on God. The Bible shows us his mercy. You and me, together as Blackrock Community Church, well, we must continue to navigate this difficult terrain in the world together. So in our jobs and the good work that the Lord has given us, let's worship him and how we operate and how we do our duties and how we speak and act. And in our relationships, we must worship God and how we treat one another in the way we love and support and care for one another. And with our free time, with our money, with our priorities, with every single decision to be, to be made today or this year, may it be the Lord we're worshiping, not ourselves or anyone or anything else. Have a look. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God which is your spiritual worship. Let's pray together. Father, at the start of this year, would we take in the view, that view that has the cross, that view of your mercies towards us. Help us to see that you are good that you are the one who reached out to us in your mercy. And as we sing, whether together or apart, would we be reminding one another of what you have done for us, calling each other back to offer ourselves again and again, this year and next year, to worship you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.